Welcome to the Empire Builders Podcast, teaching business owners the not-so-secret techniques that took famous businesses from mom-and-pop to major brands. Stephen Semple is a marketing consultant, story collector, and storyteller. I'm Stephen's sidekick and business partner, Dave Young. Before we get into today's episode, a word from our sponsor, which is, well, it's us. But we're highlighting ads we've written and produced for our clients. So here's one of those. Rick Showers at No Bull RV has a problem. He's got a ton of RVs in his lot. That's not a problem. People drop off their quality used RVs for Rick to sell every day. That's not a problem. But the busy season is coming soon, and Rick needs just one more experienced RV salesperson to complete the team. And if the right person doesn't come along soon, that could be a problem. Because all those beautiful RVs need a good home, and a motivated sales staff is the key to a thriving business. Ain't that right, Rick? Simple as that, Bob. Maybe you know someone who would fit in here at No Bull. Someone who loves meeting new people, loves the RV business, enjoys celebrating the victories and learning from mistakes, but could use maybe a little less bull in their lives. Right, Rick? Scope's on her, Bob. Rick's got a problem. Maybe you're the solution. Come on by. We'd love to meet you. And that's no bull. No bull RV.ca. Welcome to the Empire Builders Podcast. Dave Young here along with Stephen Semple. And Stephen, you picked a topic today that hits me a little close to home here because I moved to Texas in the last year. And so we're going to talk about that saying, don't mess with Texas. We are going to talk about the saying, don't mess with Texas. And part of the reason why I wanted to talk about this is advertising is a very important part to building an empire. And there's Mm -hmm. some cool things about how this ad was created that I think provides us some really good insight in terms of how great advertising campaigns are done. I'm going to interrupt you just for a second because I have a feeling that there's a lot of people that just think that phrase, don't mess with Texas, is just one of those things they say in Texas. But that's not the case. You start talking about advertising. And I don't know that people understand just where that phrase came from. That phrase is now actually trademarked. Okay. And it's owned by the state of Texas. As it should be. (laughs) It's not just saying, hey, we're Texas, don't mess with us. It was a litter campaign. It was a litter campaign. And here's the problem. The state of Texas had this issue that they were spending $20 million a year cleaning trash off the highway. And it was increasing by 17% a year. And so they needed to come up with a way of reducing that. And when they started this campaign, Don't Mess With Texas, within six years, the littering dropped 78%, saving the state $16 million a year. So it had a huge impact. When this started, I'm guessing, Stephen, that the state of Texas didn't spend lots of money on buying time because I believe these were public service announcements. Was there an actual campaign? Well, they were partially public service announcements and they were an actual campaign. But here's what we want to talk about. We're going to peek behind the curtain of how this campaign was created because this is where business owners can learn something for applying to their own campaign. We're going to insert the audio for the very first don't mess with Texas ad. Randy White and Two Tall Jones? What's a couple of football stars doing out here alongside the road? 
Picking up after some folks who really don't seem to care much about Texas. Oh, you mean the litter? Yeah, you see the guy who threw this out the window. You tell him I got a message for him. Don't mess with Texas? That's the message. I got a message for him, too. What's that? Well, I kind of need to see him to deliver it. Don't mess with Texas. All right. So now this ad was created by Mike Blair and Tim McClure of GSDN in your hometown of Austin. Now, if you noticed in the ad, they never used the word littering. This was an anti-littering campaign that never used the word littering. And we often talk about, Dave, that when we want somebody to do something or feel something, the most powerful ads are when you don't use the word. You know, if we're fun, don't use the word fun. If we're trying to build trust, don't use the word trust. If we're trying to get people to stop littering, don't say stop littering. They didn't never use the word littering in the campaign, yet we all understood what they were trying to convey. And the brilliance of this ad started with the description of the customer. In this case, people littering. And how often do we come across customer descriptions that are just basically a bunch of socioeconomic crap? Oh, they're 18 to 24 year olds uh, that live in this community and make this much money and have this degree and blah, 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 right? Boring stuff that really has more to do with targeting than really creating a campaign. So here's the creative brief that went with it. 18 to 24-year-old bubbas in pickup trucks that throw litter on the highway because they feel it's their God-given right. Yeah. How's that for a brief? That's your demographic right there. <laughs> That's your demographic right there. And this is so powerful because it created a picture of this person in your mind. And you also know what won't work. Fines, please. Mm -hmm. Right? Those aren't going to work. These people feel it's their God-given right. We know they identify with tough guys. We know they identify with being proud from Texas. So what did they do? In that ad you heard, the two people talking are the two tough football players from the Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. So our target market, they want to be those guys. They want to be those guys. So they aren't going to litter. And you're being told that by a tough guy you yeah. admire and aspire to. So all sorts of ego and self-identification was wrapped up in this campaign. Mm -hmm. But it almost failed. How did it almost fail? Well, I believe this would have made it fail. When the ad agency presented this to the committee, one thing Texas is very known for is it's a very polite state. Mm -hmm. Very, very polite state. And the committee wanted to add the word, please. Please don't mess with Texas. Now, let me ask you this. That tough guy feel to this campaign, would it have worked if these two tough guys are going, please don't mess with Texas? No, I think the Bubba's would say that's a sign of weakness. Right. And what made this work is that in this brief, it wasn't a pile of socioeconomic crap. It was yeah. Bubba's and pickup trucks that believe it's their God-given right. If somebody mm -hmm. believes it's their God-given right, saying, please don't mess with Texas, ain't going to work. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap up this story and tell you how to apply this lesson to your business right after this. How's business? Yeah, good. 
Why isn't it great? We we were growing 20, 30% every year for five years. Then we went flat in the last three. Growth used to be easy. Now, nothing we do seems to have the same effect anymore. If you're not growing, you're dying, and I can't stand to think we've hit the top and are coming back down. So you build a hell of a castle and you're worried. Maybe it's time to build an empire. Huh? What you got here won't get you to where you want to go. You need a fresh perspective. There's these guys that are looking for business owners just like you. Smart, customer-focused, but with flat sales. What do they do? Build empires, but they don't work with just anyone. You have to be customer-focused. So what exactly do they do? Well, some say they're marketers, but I call them crusaders. Check out their website at empirebuilderprogram.com. Like what you see, set up a meeting. Crusaders, empires, castles. I think someone's been getting so old they're medieval. Empirebuilderprogram.com. Check it out before you become a dinosaur. You mean dragon. No, I mean dinosaur. They were good too, for a while. Sure you want to be just good? Empirebuilderprogram.com. Let's pick up our story where we left off, and trust me, you haven't missed a thing. And the ad agency basically held their ground and said, nope, you can't put the word please in. If you want to put please in, we'll create a different campaign. I love it. This has gone on to win all kinds of awards, right? It's been around for years. Yeah. It's it's still in use. It's still in use. They've used all sorts of different people. Willie Nelson has done that. All sorts of famous Texans that we aspire to, that these folks aspire to, have been used in the ad. It's become more than just anti-littering. It's sort of become this badge of pride when you're talking about Texas and somebody's messing with Texas, right? It's not about littering. It's you're messing with us. Well, in fact, it was getting used by so many things that that created a problem with the campaign, which is the reason why they actually went and trademarked the phrase, don't mess with Texas, because they wanted it to be very carefully Mm. tied to the whole anti-littering. But that's a whole other topic into itself. But the real core reason and the real lesson here is that this ad works because of the self-identification, because of the speaking to the ego. We've been in lots of cases, both you and I, Dave, where we've taken over marketing campaigns that have been done by these big fancy agencies. I remember coming across a brief that was done by a big agency for a plumbing company. They basically identified three customers. There's the housewife at home, there's the corporate executive, and there's whatever, and they had the age, and they had the neighborhood they lived in, and they had their job, and they had their income, and they had all this other stuff. And I was like, bullshit. That's not your customer. Your customer is a person who's got a damn leaky faucet. Exactly. That's who your customer is. Your customer is a person who's got a leaky faucet or your customer is a person who flushes the toilet and the stuff does not go down. That's who your customer is. And when you understand that, you can write ads to that problem. Here's an example of an ad that does that for plumbing. Be right there. Whoa, no, 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 I mean, literally, call Bonnie. Something goes wrong in your home, call Bonnie, the home service heroes. Toilet backed up, call Bonnie. Electrical problem, definitely Bonnie. Bad smell in the everywhere, call Bonnie. B-O-N-N-E-Y, Bonnie.com. Problems go away, because Bonnie saves the day. Ah, crap. Call Bonnie. 
License 696355. In our Wizard of Ads world, you'll often hear one of us use the phrase, talk to the dog in the language of the dog about what matters to the dog. Right. Right. And it's a reference to a bit of a seminar involving Ivan Pavlov and teaching dogs to salivate at the sound of a bell, right? So the idea is talk to your audience in the language of your audience about what's important to your audience. And this is God, this is a perfect example of that, right? They know their audience are these 18 to 25-year-olds throwing garbage out of their pickup trucks or wherever they are driving around. And you got to talk to them in their own language about something they understand. Yes. Right? Please isn't part of their language and getting the right person to communicate it in the same tough and authoritative way that they would respond to, it's a home run. Where most agencies would go is they'd have the governor of the state getting on TV saying, please don't litter. It's costing us a lot of money, Mm -hmm. right? And that just simply would not have worked. It all started with the proper brief, which is also the reason why we go and we spend a day with a customer to really figure out what is the customer really? What is the thing that that customer will self-identify with that creates that great brief that then leads to really good work? Don't mess with Texas, man. Don't do it. Don't mess with Texas. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share us, subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and leave us a big, fat, juicy five-star rating and review. And if you have any questions about this or any other podcast episode, email to questions at the Empire Builders Podcast. Dot com.